Friends and allies, thank you so much for tuning in to Web of Life Animus Network podcast. I am Quinn Red Mountain, and wow, our world has changed so fast. It's challenging on so many levels, and all of us are having our own experience of it, and yet we're all going through it. I would like to give an extra shout out to all of you and includes me, all of us who are helpers and tenders and caregivers and sensitives and empaths, all that we are feeling, experiencing is a lot. And so we need opportunities to clear, release, and hold space for ourselves. And so that is what I'm sharing with you now. A clearing circle for caregivers and empaths. I have hosted it monthly for probably a year in Tucson, Arizona. And now, because our physical location has been shut down, now it is online. And this is the recording for you. It includes rattle and drum and divination And if you have a rock or a stone or a crystal that you would like to grab before you listen, please do that so that you can offer some of your stress to the stone and the stone just might take it for you. Thank you for being here and you are an amazing being. Stay safe and stay well. We're all in this together. Hi everyone, so welcome to this circle. It's called Clearing Clearing Circle for Caregivers specifically and empaths, helpers, sensitive people. I've been doing this circle for, I don't know, a while now, a year maybe, something like that, maybe longer, once a month. And I offer it as a a a gift or as a a time when those of us who do tend to others, whether officially, meaning like whether professionally or in your personal life, just by being a human, also many people end up being a caregiver or a tender or a listener and empaths for sure, uh, pick up and receive energies that are not theirs um, all the time even if what your work is, is something absolutely different. So we are perceiving the world in an, in a quiet way, in like a under the surface way and an obvious way all the time. And uh, I don't think there is a more needed time than this for this kind of circle. Um, so this is not offered as a time to fix anything or really to make something go away or have be done with it. I'm tired of it. I just want to be done with it. Or um, to offer you any kind of advice. There's really no advice to be offered except um, to be able to take time to listen within and to connect with, with those that are supportive of us. And not necessarily other humans, but 
that's nice, but also ancestors and allies who are not in this physical world and other than human beings who are supportive of us. That might be the closest one to you, maybe your your dog or your cat friend, um, but also trees, water, the air, the clouds, the blooming plants that are happening right now. Um, there's all kinds of allies that are looking to help you. And I think it's an interesting time now because with uh, COVID-19, coronavirus, it's affecting humans. It's not affecting all the other beings. So they're watching us. And I believe that, <clears throat> excuse me, that they're looking for ways to be helpful to us. And so what's coming here in a moment is some divination and then some sounds, rattle and then drum for you to go within and just relax, listen, let go. Um, if any of you don't already have one, maybe there is a stone or a crystal. Could You could pick one up off the ground. Doesn't matter what it is. Stone beings are ancient and powerful. They're wise. They've been around for such a long time that they can take even a bit of what is not yours or not helpful during these sounds. So... Whatever stone you have, you might even want to hold it. You could imagine one if you don't have time right now to get one. You could imagine it. But imagine or actually hold it and ask that when challenging thoughts, worries, anxiety, uh, fear, anger, um, a thought or a feeling start creeping in or that you become aware of them, that you could send them or even, even a piece of it to your stone and ask it to take it for you because it's too big. And then at the end of the circle, you're welcome to take this somewhere, wash it. You could um, put it in the sunlight. You can, if you have access to outside, you could even bury it and ask the earth to take it back. So that's what um, the stone is for. Okay, so put yourself in a comfortable position, whatever feels good to you, where you can relax for a bit. And I have some Palo Santo here. Smoke clearing is very helpful. Doesn't have to be sage. Sage likely comes from some different place than where you live. Palo Santo as well. I'm using up some that people have given me and otherwise uh, I like to use pine there's lavender there's rosemary there's lots of different plant allies that can be helpful in clearing your energy field in prompting you this is what it does for me it prompts me that it's time to start quieting down and listening breathing so if you don't have a smoke like that, you could ask your stone friend for help. You could imagine it. Imagination is so powerful. And often when we become afraid or worried, our imagination can seem to run away with us in negative ways. So to rein that in and ask our imagination to, to bring us beautiful imaginings of 
receiving the help we need right when we need it, of helping us with smooth transitions, be able to go with the flow in a calm way. So as I'm speaking, if, if anything pops up for you about a specific aspect of your life that is concerning you in this moment, you could ask that stone, real or imaginary, to take even a bit of it. So before I share the, the divination card that I picked with you, I'd like you to consciously focus on your apparatus of breathing. There's your lungs, there's your diaphragm, there's your gut. So to place your focus down in your third chakra area, down around your diaphragm, and just feel yourself let air into your lungs. There's been so much fear around breathing and spittle and droplets and virus and so that when we're in a safe place in a safe moment that we can offer gratitude for our breath. Thank you. So we'll come back to breathing in a second. So the deck that wanted to be used today, it's a deck um, by John Matthews and Will Klingman. Kingman? Hard to tell. Um, and honestly, I wish it had a different name, but it's using the Shaman's Oracle, or the Shaman's Oracle. What I like about it is that each card has a rendition of a cave painting from somewhere around the world. And then the authors have created beings, guardians, out of each one. And there's, I think, four different suits, dancers, hunters, shamans, ancestors. I think that's it. And then of something. So the one that I picked out is called Dancer of Promise. And I would like to read to you what it says. Promise gives us something to look forward to, offering a gleam of hope when all is dark or dead. As we move through life, there are moments when we cannot find the way forward. We can see neither good nor bad ahead. Yet this will help. Oh, yet with this help, we are protected and projected fleetingly into the future and see there are possibilities we may catch when the moment arrives. The dancer of promise makes a vow to us to shine a light on the opportunities that lie on our path in just the right moment. In turn, we must make our own promise to embrace the chances that life offers us and endeavor to live up to this undertaking. I thought that was helpful for me, for sure. Hope it was helpful reminder for you. Okay, so now here comes the sound. 
So this rattle that I'm going to use is a small one and it has an image of a roadrunner on it, painted on it by a person related to the uh, 13 indigenous grandmothers here in Arizona. I saw a roadrunner. I went for a walk today and I saw a roadrunner. Runner, roadrunner has meaning for me. It's a desert animal. Can definitely take out a rattlesnake. Um, and so maybe Roadrunner might end up uh, showing up for you. You could call upon Roadrunner. If you have any um, consistent allies, ancestors that you like to work with when you're doing inner world work, then you're welcome to call upon them and ask for help. So the sequence here is going to be that I do the rattle and a bit just light prompts, verbal prompts, just to see what floats through, what you want to offer to your stone, and uh, what you feel and what you think, just to kind of know where you are. And then I will drum for you for a number of minutes, and the drum will be a perfect time for you to ask for help. Whatever is real for you going on in your life as a caregiver, as an empath, as a sensitive person, what burdens are weighing on you? And ask for help from your inner world. The drum, the drum beats themselves will be allies. So know that you have the drum beats, you have your stone, you also have Roadrunner who can appear for you in whatever form and you can ask for their help. Others might come. You could even be in the position where you need to conjure a helper. And if you do, do that. If, if it feels like, well, no one's coming, well, then who do you want to come? You're a caregiver, darn it. You deserve comfort. You deserve care. It's time for care for you right now. Okay, so put yourself, if you haven't already, in a comfortable position and allow yourself to settle. Feel your physical stone or maybe even your imagined stone it could be little or big your teeny stone in your hand in your imagination might end up becoming a very strong and wise boulder maybe a meteorite maybe a beautiful quartz crystal it can be whatever you want or need it to be so ask the rattle to help you tune into your breath. And feel yourself breathe, let's say three times. If anything tries to insert itself that feels unhelpful, send it to your stone.
Now allow your attention to focus on your core. Like let's say even from the top of your head down to your pelvis, down to your root. And notice where your attention is drawn. Maybe where there's extra tension or challenge or struggle. Or maybe for another reason, your attention is drawn, drawn to a place in your body, a region. And ask the rattle sound to work on that place for a moment. Almost like smoothing it or breaking something down or shaking it up. And then whatever can go into your stone, put it into your stone. And use your breath as the delivery system. Like every breath out, you are breathing towards your stone what isn't helpful. to think about or allow into your, aware, your awareness something that has happened in the last few days that has inspired you or made you feel the good in the world or in a particular person, someone you don't know, maybe an act that you did, maybe one that you've witnessed or heard about, something that helped and notice that feeling and maybe Ask a bit of that feeling to go into the place where you released or shook up a feeling of challenge or worry. Maybe it's your, your dog's fur or your child's smile, something beautiful. There was a rainbow in Tucson yesterday. Anything that feels opening and supportive. Infuse that place in your body with that sensation. Now imagine that you are in a nature place where you feel confident and comfortable. Maybe it's a place you've been before in the physical world, maybe not. Maybe it's a spirit world place for you. And notice where what comes to your mind, where you imagine. And then find a really big stone of rock, a boulder that you could go imagine that you sit on or even lay on. At least that some part of your body is resting on this imaginary boulder. And now imagine you loosening the cells in your body as if you are letting something go, releasing with your hand. Releasing 
relaxing, loosening yourselves just for a second in this safe place and allowing anything that is not you and not helpful, any worry or concern to simply drop into the stone. And ask the stone to take it for you. And then feel yourself breathe on that stone and breathe in the strength and the groundedness, the ancient wisdom that your stone friend has to offer you. And then maybe you could imagine opening your eyes and looking up at the sky and whether there's clouds or not, you could ask for a blessing from the cloud people, from the sky people, from the oxygen, the air itself, from the blue or gray or white, whatever it is that you might see in this place in the sky. Ask for a blessing to rain down, to flutter down, to shine down on you so that you, as a caregiver, as a helper, as a sensitive, empathic person, that you are able, like the card said, you are able to sense the now moments of when to act and when to wait. And a blessing that you are able to let go the worry and the anxiety that really doesn't help in the moment. And a blessing that when you forget that you are a part of the web of life and that you are cared for, that you remember quickly. And then breathe. In your own space, you might even, if you need a little extra, you might even do that pushing out of the breath where you make the sound. It has different names and different traditions. You might find that helpful. So the drum is coming in a moment. And the drum beats are an opportunity for you to ask for more help, a reflection, maybe a fresh perspective, maybe to help you decide something that you are not able to decide right now, or if the decision is not coming now, that you ask for it to be revealed in a way that you understand at the right time. And the drum will go for a number of minutes. You might simply ask the drum beats to help you relax for a minute. And then the drum beats will stop and they'll go a little bit longer. That's a callback. So bring your attention back at that time and offer gratitude for whatever it was that came to you or left you.
So as you bring your attention back to your physical space, take note of even one thing that seemed to happen that was helpful. Maybe something that was released or something that was offered or an awareness or maybe a bit of peace. And offer gratitude. So something that came to me, it was mentioned here in the room just now, um, that it, and a similar thing came to me this morning when I was taking my walk, which is that some helpers, caregivers right now are, you know, people are having different experiences right now. So some caregivers have been thrust headfirst into a massive amount of caregiving could be a first responder type person or, you know, you're working with the public and now you're incredibly busy and they need you and you're in it. It might be that you are now home with your kids because they're not in school. It could be that your your life has shifted and now there's more caregiving. There, Then there's others who uh, that were caregivers. There's a whole group of us actually were, were caregivers uh, in our community, and yet the way in which we have been caring has just been taken away, basically, right? Because we can't get together with people, um, we have to do things differently. And so with that group of people, I have uh, noticed this a bit of a scramble about, well, I still have the urge and the need to help, be helpful, and so how do I do that now in this world, in the way things are now? And it there's been a bit of a... Of a reshuffling, right? Like, well, what do I have? What can I do? What do people need? Um, so right now our needs have shifted and so fast, I mean, so quickly. Um, and then there's another group of people who all of a sudden, uh, maybe they haven't thought of themselves as a caregiver or helper. They've done some other kind of job, or maybe those of you who might be retired or you haven't been working or whatever, and now it's this quiet. You know, you can't really go go anywhere. And now what? Like, do I walk the dogs? Do I watch TV? And so today, this morning, when I was looking, right before I saw the Roadrunner, actually, I was thinking about... Okay, so for especially for that group or any of us, really, any of our groups that um, we may need to be changing the way that we're being helpful, but that now it's very much about that, that we, because we're all going through this together, we're having different experiences of it, but we're all experiencing it. There's not some who are and some who aren't. So there is a lot of room for us looking for ways to be helpful in some way to someone else in addition to ourselves because the tendency during these times is to protect, right? I need to make sure I have enough. And so what I did with that energy this morning was when I went um, to walk dogs, I noticed, you know, all this in the, in the Santa Cruz River, in the riverbed, all of this plastic garbage. And I just decided that Okay, I had a I had a garbage bag in my car. I'm just going to go down there and put on a glove and pack up a bag. One one it's a pretty big bag, but one bag. Cuz in the past I might have said, "Oh, it's such a big problem. What good will it do if I 
clean up some, you know, and today I just thought, well, screw it. I'm just going to do what I can and say I did what I could in the moment. And, um, and at least I was being helpful in some way that maybe no one would ever notice, but it's still being helpful. So I think that um, a lot of our patterns have changed, our habits have changed, there's so much change that to find the things that are consistent, that bring us centeredness, and then, as Mr. Rogers says, said, look for helpers. Who are the helpers? And sometimes it's like, oh, wait, that's me. <laughs> I'm the helper in this situation. Oh, I wasn't expecting that. And, um, and then to be able to receive self-care. No one can go without self-care. We can't go without food. We can't go without water. We can't go without bathing after a time. And um, we, we need to tend to ourselves so that we can keep being helpful. And so at this point, that is not selfish for sure. Um, because we're needed. Everyone is needed. So thank you for being a helper in all the ways that you are. And thank you for offering um, to hold space for others. And there's lots of ways to do that. And that's what's needed at this time. And so I hope that this time, allowing yourself to feel and notice what you're feeling uh, has been helpful, at least more helpful than not. And um and yeah, there's, there's a number of these kinds of circles that will be coming online. I will just transfer from in-person to online, all the ones that I've been doing. And, um, and at this point, I'm just putting them up. Like I'm not asking for, for anything. Um, and we'll see how that plays out. Everyone's in the same boat right now. So, um, to see what is just to keep checking if you don't know how to find what is going on uh, with me. And there are others who have been doing in-person circles at Web of Life, and they're going to be coming online as well. And so the the calendar at weboflifeanimus.com, it says events. That has uh, the latest information, and then the, the ones that are being turned online, then it will say online. Um, and just because it doesn't say it yet, I mean, there's not going to be any in-person events, period. It's just a matter of time about putting them online. And I'm glad that I have experience with this. So it's not hard. I get to train people in Web of Life to, to share online. And, um, and then just know that uh, us, like everyone else, you know, it does take money to run things. So if you ever want to offer a donation, uh, there is a donation link at the bottom of any of the pages at Web of Life. Um, it's not required or I'm not guilt tripping you about it, but just keep that in mind. And, um, and so I look forward to journeying with you again. And I hope you are well and that we stay well. That's a big hope in my world. May we stay well. May we do the practices to stay well. And that may we support those who end up not being well whether from the virus itself or from stress or from freaking out. And here's one thing. It's so important to be calm because right now we can't afford any accidents, right? Because the whole system is so overloaded that there's no extra room. So if we fall and hurt our ankle, we can't just go, we can't go, get, you know, it's just everything is overloaded. So that's why it's really important to calm as much as possible 
and go slow, which I think is one thing that this virus is asking us. And I appreciate you and thank you very much for journeying with me and being with me.